Thank you so much for pressing play. My name is Kim Kardisha, and I'm very appreciative that you've tuned in to hear the message the horses shared with me over this week. What they offered was encouragement to keep on following my authentic alignment. I'll share a little about how they relayed this important suggestion to me specifically, and also the other circumstances that led to it but it's really such a universal message. Attuning to authentic alignment is really one of those superpowers that horses have to offer us. They have a keen sense of congruency, of that alignment. And it's a fabulous tool, whether you're partnering with horses for self-growth work, for fun, for showing, for whatever it is, this is where that magic essence, so to speak, really can be harnessed and used for good. And I have been an outlier, well, probably for as long as I can remember. I never felt that I completely fit in anywhere except for around horses. And sometimes still then it wasn't completely a fit, but, but, it, but it was the closest that I had. And that was a big part of the reason why I started Hidden Promise, so that I could offer others an opportunity to belong somewhere just being themselves. We were kind of like the island of misfit toys, like on Rudolph. And obviously, there are many of us, probably a whole herd, that feel the same way there's just something inside of us that beats a little differently. And while around horses, this can be an attribute that helps both species. So here's the story that I have to share. I was in a situation where I was challenged. It kind of felt more like I was accused of not listening to my horses. Although listening to my horses is something that I will always strive to get better at, I work diligently to be in the present moment and pay attention to the state of my horses and what they're communicating to me. So to be accused that I wasn't listening or I wasn't offering them a choice, it felt like a kick in the stomach right in my center. The insinuation that I didn't listen and wasn't giving my horses a choice came when I mentioned how I halter my horses. I was trying to explain how I pay attention to how they're being, how they might move towards or away, how their where their eyes and ears go. If it's towards me in the halter or away, I pay attention to that. But I got completely overrun, and I was told that horses, if they weren't at liberty, they didn't have a choice. And then I heard several examples of sessions where this person's horses did these really cool things, a, a very profound job of facilitating. I mean, really, these stories were amazing. Horses offer us so much. We're so lucky. And even though I could appreciate the stories, I still had this, you know, underneath it all was still that sense of being misunderstood and kind of put in, tried to put in a box, and that's the last place that I ever fit is in a box. 
So even though I felt strongly in my heart that I wasn't being ridiculous when I spoke of, well, I got cut off from speaking about how the haltering process could go, I, I still really wanted to take a look at my stand on things and make sure that it was it was still in my best interest in my horse's best interest so basically what I'm floundering around a little bit and trying to say is I just use that instance to to take a good look at what's going on inside for me and what I try to do and because this isn't my first rodeo around trusting my experience and my intuition I chose not to take the route of questioning what I knew, of doubting myself because somebody else didn't agree with it. I examined it more to see, you know, if I was missing something or there was something that I could tweak a little or add so that I could be better, better for my horses and better for me. I was very lucky because as most times will happen, the horses let me know that I should keep on following what resonated for me because it definitely was working for them. One of the things that I work towards with my horses is having the halter and lead become a source of security, a way to connect and to offer the space to build trust. Most of the horses I have weren't easy to catch or halter when I first got them. So getting them to perceive the halter as well as me as a positive can take a lot of time and effort. It's worth it, but it isn't always a quicker and easy process and it doesn't always have the same steps or go in the same order. So you, you have to really freewheel and really pay attention to the horse and the situation in front of you. And you know, it, it takes a lot of conviction, belief, and perseverance to not take a horse's reactions or their behaviors personally. This is where our own inner journey of growth comes in. Our mindset, our intentions, our goals are so important. If we get caught up in expectations or assessing our worth or value on what our horse does, the interactions can lose that authentic alignment. And then they're more based on compliance or making the horse do something so that, that we can feel like a success. The cooperation, co-operating kind of gets you know pushed aside. So how we handle ourselves, our choices, that's more the indicator of our success than how the horses perform or not even children, but just, you know, how they behave, how they act. Because really, all they are being is themselves. That's it. So Missy, Delilah, and Petey all helped relay this message. They all showed me how much better they can hold themselves together, how they can regulate when they were on a lead, as opposed to just being loose, when I brought them into the outdoor arena. They all had a hard time getting a grip, and if they don't have a grip, then as I see it, it's my job to help them get one. Offer them the space to get back into balance. 
um, both physically and mentally. In the energetic rehab work that I do, regulation is so very important for both horses and humans. Without that connection of halter and lead rope, I wouldn't have been able to hold the calm space that fed my horse's sense of security. And when they have that sense of security, I can help them release tension and then they align their bodies themselves. This is how I, this is kind of my combination of experience and God-given talents and all that stuff. This is how I can help the horses. And the more that I learn and practice holding space and extending invitations to help them, the more they inspire me to progress on my own inner journey to get better so I can help them better. <laughs> this is the essence of the healing work that I do. Yes, my horses wear halters and yes, they get a choice. I honor their readiness and help them be able and ready to accept invitations. There are many times where I set out to do something with a horse and that whole plan gets scrapped awfully fast when I see what the present moment offers. I may be recognizing I need a different plan with that horse or maybe I just need to consider interacting with a different horse. And actually this happens more often than not. So I am not at all saying that horses must wear halters in healing I'm also not saying that I always use halters. I do some stuff at Liberty too. I do all kinds of stuff depending on what the horses tell me. What I am saying and what the horses help me to rec recognize the or what they help me recognize the importance of this week is that if you know in your heart something is right for you, don't let anyone tell you it isn't. Stay true to what resonates for you. It's most likely your superpower. Know that it's okay if it seems like you're swimming upstream or find yourself in the position of being an outlier. Do you. Do you your way. That is the big message for this week. I thank you for listening, and the horses do too. Such an important message, and it can be difficult if we aren't in circles that support our outlier thinking. So if this resonated and you want to join our online community of outliers, <laughs> check out our Facebook page at Hidden Promise or our website at confidencethroughconnection.com. Have a great week, and remember to be you big time. Bye for now.